Thank you for listening to the following films podcast. Today, my guest is Karina Faith. She's the writer and director behind the new film, The Power. The film is set in 1974 and follows a young nurse who's forced to work the night shift in a crumbling hospital as striking miners switch off the power across Britain. But inside the walls lurks a terrifying presence that threatens to consume her and everyone around her. This is my favorite kind of genre film, the kind that has a little bit more on its mind than jump scares, but still satisfies uh, with the scares. So if you happen to want a horror film with a little bit more on its mind, I think you'll enjoy the power. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Um, I am in Somerset in the UK, which is a lovely bit of um, the countryside here in the West. How are things there right now? That that sounds lovely. Things here in the States are kind of um, in complete chaos right now. So that, that sounds like a, a lovely retreat right oh. now. Yeah, it is a beautiful spot. I mean, we're still dealing with COVID here. So um, we've had a lull over the summer, but we're just waiting to see where things go. So, you know, it's not straightforward anyway, is it right now? <laughs> no, uh, pretty much the farthest thing from it at this point. But I, I, yeah. I, do, I do appreciate your film because it was a welcome uh, reprieve, which is something that I think in other times, there's no way in hell that a movie like yours would be like a relief. But right now it was a welcome <laughs> distraction. So, Gosh, yeah, that is saying something, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it was able to distract you. Well, um, the, the first thing that struck me about the film and this might, I don't know if other people have been asking you about this or not, but it was just really grabbed me was the location for this. Was some, this something that you found or was this something that was written and was it a stage that was designed for it? Because it was so specific and really integral to the yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, I really wanted a real building because part of my ambition was to try and capture a genuine sense of atmosphere in a real place and for that to be part of the scare um, and for that to be something that my lead actor could work with as well. Um, to be honest, we couldn't have afforded a build anyway, so we hmm. really needed that building. Um, it was very hard to find and then um, just before we were about to shoot, when things were getting a bit desperate, we looked all over the UK, Scotland, Ireland, everything. Um, this this hospital uh, closed down from being a working hospital and it is actually in East London, um, like the story is set, funnily enough, um, and it became available and it was perfect. So it was just a massive stroke of luck. And it's something where these, the way you shoot these hallways and the way that it moves through it, it feels like something that was absolutely mm. so important to the story. And it's, it's amazing that you were able to find this location because yeah, it's, it adds it, so it much. It, it, yeah, it was. It was amazing because all that stuff was written into the script and I, I wow. had a very particular idea of the scale that I wanted and the size of the wards and the kind of way that the light falls away in the wards was all written into the script. So um, that's why it was so hard to find somewhere. Um, so yeah, it was just incredibly fortuitous that this place became available to us. And it's a place that does bring its own genuine huge history because it was originally a Victorian uh, psychiatric hospital. And, and whatever those things are, 
I, I'm not sure that they can ever be fully recreated um, with a build. Mm. It's just when you have that sense of history and that mm. even if you don't go into it in the film, you can feel it. It's on mm -hmm. every inch of the set. And it's just, it's something, yeah. yeah. No, completely, yeah. Yeah, and, and somehow some of that does permeate through the camera, that sense of scale and, and history and atmosphere. And, and I think Rose was picking up on a lot of that anyway. Uh, so it kind of was a massive input into her performance. Well, and can you talk a little bit about the time period that this film is set during? Because it's one of those things when you see this and you come across something and you go, oh, Christ, there it is. It's been in front of us the whole time deciding to set a horror film in this particular time period. That just that makes perfect sense. That's such an, <laughs> it's, it's such a no brainer when you hear the yeah. concept. You're like, oh, how did how has this not been done a hundred times? Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just really lucky that people hadn't put those pieces together. <laughs> that's what everyone kept saying to me, like, this is such a great idea. I was like, no, I need to make it. <laughs> I've written it. Um, so, yeah, it's funny, but it was kind of, um, it was a, a whole combination of things because I wanted to write something set in that time, partially because I'm interested in that era and cinema of that era, partially because at the time there was a huge amount of, of um, really upsetting uh, stories breaking about real institutional um, abuse cover-ups yeah. that have been going on for decades um, and some of them were very much rooted in that era um, and partly because it gives the opportunity to bring a kind of more classic gothic sensibility to, um, to the film which is something that I love um, and connects to a big touchstone film um, that influenced this one, The Innocence, which is um, yeah. a 1960s British ghost story. Um, so it was just a really happy coming together of all those things, really. And plus, obviously, the psychology of the dark and the psychology of holding back um, all this concealed information is was important. And it, it's just something that all setting it in this time period, because it was something, uh, oddly enough, it was in the United States, it was a very similar um, time period where there was all these issues about mental health and the way that we were handling people that had been institutionalized right. and going yeah. into the 80s. And there was these exposés. Yeah. It was very, we were aligned as far as the becoming aware of yeah. the cruelty that was existing. And yeah, there's something cool. really brilliant yeah. about your film that it it you could remove the horror from your film and it would still work as a drama on its own, which is something that um, I always look for in horror films and genre films that could stand mm. on their own with the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I suppose because it is really primarily a story about um, power and loss of power and what that does to our identities and to us as just human beings and characters. And, and it's the horror that's born out of that rather than the other way around. So that makes sense. And could you talk a little bit about the casting of the film? Because really, if you don't, because it's such a small, um, it, it's so bizarre because it feels much bigger than it actually is. This is really almost like a black box play, really, if you think about it. But it has this set that makes it feel mm. so much larger than it is. But um, if you don't get the casting right, your film just does not work, despite everything else being so beautiful to look at. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, the casting was really crucial. And, um, well, finding Rose was just another huge, um, fortuitous and brilliant thing because I think what it really needed was somebody who 
creates a sense of empathy very quickly because we don't have very much time to get to know um, this person who we have to stick with on this massive, hugely heightened journey. So you've got to be with them from the beginning. And I think she's just an incredibly empathetic, intuitive person um, and actor. And she manages to suck you in, I think, quite quickly from the beginning and get on her side. Um, and that's what I was looking for, but but she did it to another level that I wasn't expecting. Um, so she has to hold the weight of the whole story, really. Um, but then we were also incredibly lucky to find um, Shakira, who plays Saba. Yeah. Um, the young patient that she looks after, because she was uh, really natural talent. She hadn't done anything before. She's speaking Saleti, which is not her language. She's just an East, East London girl, very contemporary girl. Um, and I think she's really fantastic as well. So, I mean, the whole cast, I had a very brilliant casting director in Carleen Crawford, and we've got very compatible tastes. So we were looking for people that, um, for actors who um, have a kind of rooted, authentic flavour and who bring some kind of psychological dimension all of them do i think that's mm-hmm. what we were after every character in the film is engaging you're you could follow off on any tangent and you would want to follow any of these characters and see where their story would go at any point and i think that's a really rare film you have this almost um the the, the setting of it the time period the casting it's just it's almost like a um, the two things that came to mind where it's, it's almost like an upstairs downstairs meets the wicker man thing where it's this really bizarre <laughs> melding of worlds that I couldn't imagine like the yeah, Venn diagram of I people mean, this yeah, would work for but I'm sense. it's me yeah I think um, the Venn diagram is probably just being quite uh, British because obviously <laughs> we're steeped in the kind of class system here and mm. folk horror is a massive touchstone for me personally but it's kind of all around us as well so I think I think all those things strangely are probably in a lot of our heads well and maybe it's uh, just that I have a mom who's from England and having been raised uh, with all of that that it just it just landed so perfectly for me and I this is a movie that I highly recommend on a lot of the more subtle yeah you're you're seeing a lot of the more subtle cultural elements that just slip in there yeah but and I think even for those that would be outside of that, that I think the film would still work. Um, it, you know, perhaps on a deeper yeah. level for people that are from have lived in England, spent a serious amount of time there, they would understand it a little bit deeper. But I think that it's presented in a way that you could actually be empathetic and project yourself into this film as well. Yeah, and and I think like there is no one who doesn't understand what it's like to be on the wrong end of a power dynamic, or to yeah. be caught up in one, or to somehow be perpetuating one, or or who hasn't experienced some kind of institutional moment like that, um, and to just and the sense of a loss of power, um, that's just a very human experience, unfortunately, isn't it? Yeah, and um, you know, I'm not sure if it's something that's made the news over there, but kind of what's happening in my country with women's rights right now. This movie, while it wasn't a direct one-to-one on that, Mm. it does have that sense that it speaks to that idea of not having agency and not having empowerment. Over your body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. no, I am aware of that. And and I think um, those, those issues overall about 
a loss of, of power of your body, and um, particularly for women, this is very much drawing on that, the story for me, yeah. And despite all of that, this movie is still entertaining as hell and a lot of fun to watch. So I, I just thank Good. you so much. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it never feels preachy, soapboxy, anything like that. Yeah, I think you. it's one of those rare films that you can get out of it what you want. It has that Rorschach test element to it where I think the what the person is seeing in it really says more about the person that's viewing it as opposed to what the film is itself, which is my favorite kind of film. Right, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, mine too. Awesome. Well, thank you. I know we only had a few minutes to do this today and thank you so much for taking the time and congratulations oh, no, on the film. Really I really enjoy yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you awesome. so much, Christopher. I really appreciate that. You as well. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You. you as well. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Cheers. Bye-bye. Time enough to figure you out. Time enough to write this down Wish me luck, give me hope
voice crack.